0: hi friends and welcome back to another interview session where I am getting ready to unpack and introduce you to one of the dearest and most wonderful friends that I have been blessed to have in my life Krista del Sorbo and she has an interesting way that she makes money these days that is just phenomenal so hang around and you're gonna be blessed hey friends welcome to the productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast I'm Kathy Lanham your host Your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, Grow in your faith and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus. Hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. Okay, guys, I told you I had a dear friend. Krista Del Sorbo from Tennessee, who is just, has been a mainstay in my life. One of those friends that you can just revisit from time to time, years may pass, and you just catch right back up. And in this catching back up journey that we have been doing through the years, we have done different businesses together, and we have we have tread different paths together. So Krista has a shared passion of writing, and we were pursuing that at one time together. So, Krista, I did not even tell them an introduction of what you do and who you are. So how about if you give me, Miss Queen of the Eyebrow Quirk, your, your updated resume. Give me your biography. How would, how would you introduce yourself to my fine audience? My updated resume.
1: Well, I tell people in joking fashion that I get paid to read
0: books in my basement in a little hovel. But in reality, I narrate audiobooks. And how cool is that? So Krista started as a writer. Well, we, we actually met in a different venue years ago where mm-hmm. we were using our pictures and telling our stories. So in a form, we were both authors. We were encouraging people and helping people to tell the stories that went along with their photos. And then Krista, tell just a little bit, how in the world did you get from doing that, being a mom of two, to being an a book narrator? <laughs> it's really kind of a fun story. I have
1: always loved books and words. I have written some, nothing, particularly exciting or major but i had a real passion just for for the written and the spoken word and so i've done some productions through church and some different things some local theater and i've really enjoyed it and my husband just kept encouraging me to figure out how to narrate audiobooks because i'm an avid audiobook listener and it's just always been sort of a piece of our lives and um anyway i did some radio work in college and i've done a little bit here and there with different things but it was never i never had time to pursue it and so in the hustle and bustle of active full-time momming and homeschooling and all of that of course i had to set that on the back burner but all the while kept the passion to write and continued writing and about mm, probably eight years ago got invited to a writer's retreat here in the mountains and um we connected with several different authors, and the group of us, there are about six of us that have stayed really tightly connected from all over the country. And maybe I guess it was two two years ago I started actively pursuing how in the world does one become an audiobook narrator because it's sort of an odd niche sort of thing. and there's not a clear path. Everyone does it differently. There are a lot of agents and sag after unions and all of that sort of thing. And anyway, I eventually just broke down and just, send a long text message to one of my author friends and just laid it out and said, how in the world do you choose your audiobook narrators? And all I got back from my heart poured out message was, seriously? One word, that was it. I said, "Um, yes. <laughs> she replied back, I was just begging the Lord for someone who could be the voice of Mallory who can do Southern without the syrup. And so from that moment to here, she and I have done five books for her together and I've done 11 all together, and it just sort of started from there so I recorded something in my phone and sent it to her she sent it to the publicist yes this is the narrator we want okay great what does that even mean so <laughs> just started a crazy fun. journey
0: yeah it's been really good Okay, so for our audience, there's not a clear path, but should someone go, oh my, I've never even thought about that. Maybe I would love to do that. What would be some ABC one, two, three steps for a person who maybe would want to pursue this or find more information about how to be a book narrator? Well, again,
1: there's not a clear path, but <laughs> I generally suggest to people to look on a couple of places online. One particularly is called Findaway Voices. And then there's another called ACX. ACX is actually the feeder to Audible, whereas Findaway works with all different platforms. And there are different directions on there for how to record and upload your sample books. And you can go through anything that was written before, I think it's 1923, is considered free. You can't just roll out and read an author's book without their permission. But anything that was written, let's say you want to roll out some Sherlock Holmes or... Anything along that lines, those are free game for everyone. You can do those and record samples and upload samples. But I think the biggest challenge for me was figuring out a setup. So a lot of times I encourage people who are interested in getting started to find a local recording studio or a local musician that has a booth where you can just either rent a little space or borrow a little space for maybe an hour's time, record and start there. That way you'll know if you even have a product in your voice that people are going to want. You can work through that. And then from there, there's a lot of other steps to take, programs to purchase, and people to try to get in touch with. But that's a great place to start is by uploading samples of
0: your voice. Awesome. And then should you have, like you said, in your, what did you call your basement um, recording studio? My little
1: hovel. <laughs> your it's little, little hovel. It's
0: literally a six by six PVC pipe frame with acoustic blankets over top of it. That's what I wanted you to say is it's just a six by six. It does not have to be a large setup, but what are the essentials for getting started? If this were, if there was something I wanted to do, oh, you know what, maybe I'll try this. What do I need to actually get started? You need a microphone
1: and ideally a set of headphones because it makes it simpler. And there are different levels of microphones. I had no, there's been such a learning curve, oh my word. During 2020, while the rest of the world was panicking over a pandemic, I was panicking over technology because I've never, sound equipment is not my game. Well, now I have a little bit of knowledge. So I, you definitely need a microphone and it's a good quality microphone, not just a, not the mic in your computer, not the mic in your phone. It needs to be a voiceover choreoed mic that connects directly to your computer. You don't want to have a lot of USB connections. Actually, I have mine through a small mix box, not one of the big mixers like you see in, you know, big churches or big movie theaters or whatever, but just a small box that connects directly into my computer. So you need a mic. um, And then you need some software to do some editing because inevitably you're going to make mistakes. You have to learn how to punch and roll back and fix those mistakes. And then to chop out some... Mouth sounds, if you <laughs> tend to click your mouth or click your teeth. Uh, some people have a real strong, what's called a sibilance, when you, s- with your S and it whistles. Sometimes, and even I hear myself, sometimes you'll think, oh, where'd that come from? You can edit those out a little bit. And again, it's the same. There's a free software program called Audacity, where you can do some of that. And since it's freeware, it's it's easy to work with. It's easy to learn. There are some Kindle books on how to use Audacity to produce an audiobook that are pretty good. So that's where I started. And from there, I have purchased better software that makes my life easier, my editing process more efficient, that kind of thing. So definitely a good mic and at least Audacity Freeware is
0: where I would start. Awesome. And then you have gotten started. So you said that you have 11 books under your belt. So what are your genres? What do you, what's your favorite to read? My favorite
1: to read and listen to is Christian suspense. I, and I love a good cozy mystery too. Those are great. I typically prefer to read clean fiction and so i have laid out in my contract work for my personal business now that i'll only do clean fiction simply because the words i don't want to read i don't want to say and the content like there's only so much i'm willing to read out loud and i feel very strongly about that so i love supporting christian authors and getting their words out on a different platform so so far i've done christian women's fiction And
0: some suspense, some Christian suspense. Awesome. Do you have? And I know it's kind of like asking which child is your favorite, but do you have to date a favorite book? That I don't have to send this with all of your to all of your authors. We don't have to let them know you did this (laughs) recording. But do you have one favorite? You know, I think probably my first book, and even when I go back through and
1: listen to it, the quality is. I really would like to redo it, honestly, but it's a, it's a small short. It's actually a prequel to a series I've been working through. Um, It's by an author named Shatona Havig. She's the original author that I started doing this with, and this particular book, it's Mallory's story. And she goes to take care of her beloved uncle who is passing away from cancer. And I just fell in love with Uncle Bud is his name. And I I love Uncle Bud and he's got this fantastic Southern drawl and he calls her lovey. And it's just, he just has my heart. And I think it will always be my favorite because of Uncle Bud and because of the fact that it was the first book we did.
0: Well, that is great. And you know what? I... I'm so grateful that you have taken time to join me and just parlay here a little bit and give my audience a different view on what options are out there to pursue from home, working from home in a six by six little hovel downstairs in your basement or in a or like in a closet, Yes, right? in a spare room. That's right, where we've converted because you can do all kinds of things. Would you have some? words of advice or anything that you would like to impart, any questions that I have not asked, because you do lots of other things. You're a choreographer. You have such a multifaceted (laughs) life. Any words of wisdom or anything you would like to share?
1: I think for those of us who tend to be jacks of all trades and masters of none, that it is important to think through what is the best yes right now. That was a book written by Lisa Turkhurst several years ago. I'd still refer back to it because I tend to, I want to do all the things all the time. And so I have to really evaluate right now with the time that I'm given, what is best? Because there's all good things out there, but what is the Lord really calling me to do right now? Where can I have the most influence in my little circle? And what is that going to look like? So that's a pretty constant reevaluation process for me as a crazy worldly
0: dervish of a human being. And you know what, if this interview impacts no one else, I myself needed to hear that today. (laughs) That was awesome. Well, thank you, Krista. And then I'm going to let you verbalize too. I will put all of your contact information in the show notes, but would you go ahead and tell folks where, how they could get in contact with you, where they can find your book titles, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. cetera. cetera.
1: Easy peasy. You can find me at KristaDelSorbo.com. And all of the books are there. You can kind of watch my works in progress grow. I try to keep a little uh, progress bar on each of the books I'm working on on my table. I'm actually working on that today, trying to update that. And you can go to any of the audiobook sites. You can do audiobooks.com, audible.com, chirp, scribd. There's a bunch of them out there. And just search my name and you can find
0: what we're doing. There you go. And go ahead and give the title of that first book in case other folks want to meet Uncle Bud. It's called Christmas on Breakers Point. Christmas on Breakers Point. Guys, I can give you a vote of yes, it's awesome. I also fell in love with Uncle Bud and with um, Mallory when I heard that Krista was doing this. I was like, what in the world is she up to now? And jumped right in <laughs> and listened to it and quickly followed with all of the titles. I binged, listened um, on all of the titles of course you'd only done four at that time so right so so i had listened to all of them and i'm getting ready to take another road trip so i think i will refresh and download some more and krista and i will have a six hour trip together take me along with you (laughs) yeah i will take you along with me but thank you so much i cannot thank you enough for being a a guest with me here today go be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others you can't help but be blessed yourself until next time it's kathy real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online, and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at KathyLanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at KathyLanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others. Because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care.